0: Hey friend, get ready to listen in on some long-form conversations and stories with people who are awakening the church for such a time as this. You'll hear from pastors, authors, advocates, and regular people just like you and me who are all part of the remnant rising to wake the church up. Hey guys, it's Brittany Jones. Welcome to another episode of the All My Favorite People podcast. With me today, I have a new friend, Carrie Olson. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Hi, Brittany. I'm super. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to talk with you this morning. Uh, Carrie is actually a business coach for other Christian coaches, and she is the first. uh, person I've had on the podcast other than Heather Shriver Burns, who is part of my Seek First CEO sisterhood. So Carrie, thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited to hear about what you do and um, a little bit about your story this morning. Thank you. Yeah, I love everything that you're doing and I'm in total alignment. So this Yay. will be great for me too. Awesome. Well, let's just dive right in and I'll have you share a little bit about yourself, maybe your family, and then we'll talk a little on coaching other Christian entrepreneurs and business owners and coaches um, and kind of some of your story behind there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I
1: have three teens, um, two big labs, and uh, one husband.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Teen teen mom. Yep. How's that going? (laughs) Yeah, depends on the day. But (laughs) overall,
1: praise God, I have
0: amazing kids. Oh, that's awesome. My oldest is 18. And my middle is 13. And you know, I think people... They get nervous when the kids get that old, like, oh, you know, how is the how is the dynamic going to play out? But um, it's we have awesome kiddos, too. And it's nice to see when they um, they love the Lord and they're following that. And, you know, much better children than I was at that age, we'll say. (laughs) Yep, I can agree there. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your coaching business and how and a little of your story and how you kind of found yourself in this world. Oh gosh. Okay. So this could
1: get a little long because it was a long and windy journey. That is for sure. But man, God has just had me, you know, on this path of walking with him, of surrender, trust, and faith. But um, it really started in 2011. Um, I was diagnosed with cancer as a young mom. And um, that was, that was, such a dark and difficult time. But, you know, through it all, God was with me and really gave me a heart and a passion for helping others to not have such a, you know, dark and lonely journey. So I set out uh, to be a health coach for other moms with cancer and um, loved every minute of coaching others. Um, I had some difficulties with the marketing of myself and um, you know, the business systems, I only lost money for three years in a row um, because like, I, my my own money mindset was not where mm. it needed to be. I was dealing with a lot of self-worth um, issues. I just didn't see a value of of my time um, because I just I wanted to help. I just really, truly had a heart to help. And I would get on calls with women and they would be like, oh, I can't pay you. And I'm like, don't even worry about it. Let's just get started. So um I did that for three years until I wow. told me to stop. Um at the time I was a single mom mm. and um my ex had walked out while I was dealing with cancer, but I was living in a home in foreclosure and um I was also working full time as an occupational therapist, but just not making enough working three jobs to to pay for the mortgage. Oh and so yeah. I I was Still healing, both physically and emotionally. And um, there came a day that, um, as I said, our house was in foreclosure. We were getting sheriffs showing up to the house. They would hand you the papers saying, hey, your home's going up for auction at the county courthouse. And we had been through seven of these. So this was not nothing new. But um, by 2015, was when um, the eighth one came, I I walked out the door in the morning, the back door to let the dog out. And there he was, again, the sheriff was sitting on my patio furniture waiting for me, because they actually have to hand you the papers. And I was like, Oh, here we go again. And I just, I knew that God had let us stay in that house for, you know, four years without a payment. But I'm like, wow. this can't go on forever. Like that's wow. already a miracle right there. And I kind of started freaking out. Um, I hadn't told my kids um, anything that was going on. I just really was trying to protect them and keep them safe and happy. And they had been through a lot. But that night I was like, okay, I've got to prepare them that we're going to be moving. Um, But I also needed to be saving money for rent somewhere. And so I said, okay, guys, like, we got to cut out your activities. And as a mom, you know, that was just so hard because they were just, you know, basketball and gymnastics and dance was their life at that point. And they nodded, but I could see the fear in their eyes. And it just, it broke my heart to have to say that to them. And as I, you know, ran to the bathroom, just crying, um, I don't know how long I was in there, but at one point my youngest daughter, Amelie came and she knocked on the door and I opened the door after you know trying to pull myself together and she was like mom and she was standing there she had this little pink cheetah print suitcase and she said we're gonna be okay i have lots of things for us to sell for money and she had packed all of her worldly treasures her books and her barbies and her seashells and she just like childlike faith. she's like i've got you It was just like, oh, sweet girl, like that moment just broke me open. But it also like made me surrender my plans for like, nope, if because I was all about this hustle, you know, if I wasn't getting clients, I was just going to work more, do more. And I was absolutely burning myself out. And so that night, I just remember on the floor, on my knees. And I was like, God, I give you this all. Obviously, my plans are not working. And I was also a, a you know, type A, kind of wanted to have control of the situation. And I was just like, you get it, you know, have your way. You get my kids, you get my house, my business, everything. And he he actually told me to step away from the health coaching. And, you know, mm-hmm. that was very fearful because I was like, well, but I felt like that's what you know was making meaning of the health journey that I had been on but also I was like well I, I I'm eventually going to make money at this and I was trying still thinking I could save my house and all that but he had a much better way and so as I stepped away um he continued to help us stay there it ended up being 6 years and 2 months and i was able to heal financially emotionally physically and then he called me back into coaching mm. but this time it was for other yeah christian women who wanted a profitable business and needed knew they needed to get out of their own way stop playing small work through the mindsets but then also put systems into place so this could be sustainable but make money at it too So it's been a wild ride. Um, I was able to finally quit my full-time occupational therapy job in August of 2021. And I've been doing this now full-time for a little, you know, over a year and a half. And um, such a blessing. It's exactly where he wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Just
0: took a, a good long time to get here. <laughs> Gotta love those detours that God brings us on, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. We learned so much in them, you know? Yeah. And when you look yeah. back on it, there's things that we wouldn't have learned had we not taken the long route. I'm gonna say so many Heather isms today, you guys. I just be aware. Yeah. Um <laughs> but I I first of all, congratulations and I'm so thankful for your healing. Um I've never experienced that personally. I have many people in my life that have experienced cancer and have thankfully, you know, beat it and come through it on the other side. And um, I'm sure that your family is just so glad that you're well and that you're that that's the way that the story played out. Right. Um, but I love what you ta- you said about money mindset and our knowing our worth as women, as female entrepreneurs, as just. Children of God. Um, I'd love if we could just unpack that a little because I'll tell you that's actually where one of the main reasons I got into Heather's coaching group was because of this money mindset and just growing up um, like I would say lower middle class um, and just hearing no we don't have money for that or no we can't do that and how that actually Framed how I look at money and look at the world now. And thankfully I've done a lot of work with Heather on that. And I feel like I'm on the other side, um, to a degree, right? There's always still that little, that little voice that'll creep in or something that'll happen where you, you question, but I'm curious, um, where, where were you with that money mindset and how has that shifted for you, um, in the last several years?
1: Yeah, it's, it's changed everything. Honestly, as I said, I, lost money for 3 years because I was like, oh, well, I can't charge them. If I know this information and they need my help, I would not feel good about you know, in my words, making them pay. Right. Whereas now I'm like, that completely burned me out and that was that's not a sustainable business model either. And if I want to continue to help others to have the impact and the transformation that I want, then people that pay, pay attention. And they Mm. honestly will get better results by having some skin in the game. Because I saw that when I was doing this out of the kindness of my heart, for free, they didn't take it as seriously. They wouldn't show up. They wouldn't do the homework. If they were, you you know, just inconvenienced by the coaching session, they wouldn't, you know, come. But Oh man, and, and they're not investing in me. They are investing in themselves through their business. And I right. think I just had to get out of my own way because, yeah, like you, I grew up, grew up, you know, in a loving but very frugal home, and I wasn't taught or encouraged to dream big, to think big, to really um, even be feel okay like wanting more for myself than barely getting by. So I really had to dig into the Bible, what God says about this, the truth, because it's not you know we we grew up with our own stories and our own perspectives, but we have to look at does my view align with what God is saying in the Bible? And I was finding that there was a lot that it was I had just misconstrued things, you know, the whole rich people are evil thing that. And, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Well, we have to look at God's perspective. And honestly, I mean, I can help so many more people to spread the name of Jesus, gospels near and far and build wells and um, you rescue women and children out of sex trafficking with money, with having the ability to give from the overflow that my business is producing. And so that's just good too, because it's not, it's not money just for the sake of money. It's what right.
0: good can I do for the kingdom with having more? Yes, man, that has, that's like, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what God's been showing me this year. Cause it's really just been this year that I've been able to even recognize that I had a money mindset problem, if you will, and then doing what I could do, um, to kind of shift that. And like you said, you know, going back to the word and seeing what God actually says about money, um, like you, you know, I, I had this misconception, not necessarily that, that rich people were evil or anything like that, but that, like, got, like, almost, like, judging people who yeah. had money in the yeah. sense of, like, well, you could be doing this, and you could be doing that with it, and why are you taking these fancy trips and have this big old boat, and, like, you know, they're starving, you know, you hear, they're starving children in Africa, or, you know, the things you say to your kids when they don't clean their yes. plate, yes. you know, um, and so, r- exactly what you're saying, just reframing it in the sense of like, if I only have what I need for my family, that's actually, you know, I know the word selfish isn't a fun word to hear, but it is, it is, it is. slightly selfish to say like, well, we just need what we need. And, you know, God, if you can just give us like that bare minimum um, to go from thinking that way to then thinking, gosh, if I had an extra thousand dollars a month, what organizations could I help? What, who, what people, you know, could I help with that? Um, and that is exciting to me because I think like you, I'm a helper. I would do it for free. I would do all the helping things for free. And so, um, to know that God can bless me and that I can then in turn be a blessing to someone else and do that helping that feels so good. Um, But out of that overflow and out of that abundance. Um, And then I think that, and you know, maybe we can go this route. I think that translates and overflows into other parts of your life too. that, this idea of abundance, right? Like now I'm stewarding my time differently. Now I'm stewarding, you know, my relationships differently and prioritizing things differently. Have you seen kind of that overflow into other areas of your life as well? Oh,
1: a hundred percent in, in, yeah, like you said, I mean, so relationships, I, I was a single mom for so many years and I was just so holding on so tightly grasping at straws and just like wanting the control. And once again, that night I surrendered everything you know, God comes in and when you literally are like, okay, have your way. Um, he has shown me that again, my own stories don't always line up with his. So I just thought, oh, I, you know, need a man who looked like this or that or whatever. And he brought me someone that's just like, so incredible beyond the wildest dreams that I could have had, you know, good godly man that loves me, that loves my kids. But I think it was because I was also finding my value and worth in him and his truth. And even though Carrie didn't really believe in herself, like, okay, well, this is what God says about me. So I am going to honor all of that. And that attracts that type of person as well. So, and yeah, just... I thought self-care was selfish. Um, You know, you and I chatted about like having the time, freedom to do what we want as business entrepreneurs. And that is so luxurious to me. Like that is just, that feels abundant. So yeah, it has played and overflowed into every single area of my life. I don't hustle. I don't do things that don't align with my heart and my calling and who God made me to be and just getting so so focused and clear on what that is and being able to, to value that and then just saying
0: no to the rest is, oh, feels so good. (laughs) It's so freeing, right? I think as I call myself a former people pleaser. So I don't know if you're in that boat with me, (laughs) but you know, it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, especially if you have that helper mentality, it's like, I do. I want to do all the things because I want to help all the people. And I want to be there for this person and be there for that community. And um, it does it, 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 then the burnout begins. And then there's the resentment and animosity that starts coming in and nobody's appreciating me. And, you know, even as, even if you're not a business owner, even if you're a mom, you know, that's, that's a train of thought that I think happens often. Do you then in your coaching are is this a big piece of it is helping women sort of reframe their mindset on identity and and that sort of yes. thing that is the
1: absolute foundation because man we can get in our own ways and we all have a calling you know god created us for a plan and a purpose and there's a lot of mindset the foundation is our identity in him and his truths removing any of the limiting beliefs around our business around money around success whatever that is we we have them we have to figure out what they are and get him out of there so we can walk in what he truly has for us, which is, you know, the John 10, 10 life that he came and already paid such a great price for. So it's just anchoring so deeply into the Bible, the truth, the promises, what
0: are those declaring them, knowing them and walking them out? Yes. And so how has that translated for some of your clients? Have you seen, you know, like, growth in their business or because you work specifically with coaches, right? Christian coaches.
1: Yeah. And so these are, these are women that, you know, have great messages that have big hearts, but again, they know most of the time they're getting in their own way. Mm. So whether it is self-sabotage, whether it's just, um, you know, they need some accountability, whatever it is. Um, the mindset is huge, but then there's also the strategy and like, we need to make some money too. <laughs> yeah. it's in really honing in on who are you, who did God make you to be, because there's no one size fits all strategy in the world of coaching, and so it's not like, hey, you need to do just this one thing and follow this blueprint. I mean, yeah. I've tried a lot, so I can, you know, say, hey, these are the pros and cons doing a webinar versus a challenge. You know, we're but let's figure this out in the way that God made. You because the sustainability of that type of plan in working with how your strengths and you know, systematizing your weaknesses that's the only way that I feel like we can have the abundance and and the impact that we want to on a
0: sustainable basis for our business. Yeah, no, that's so good because you know, I've been an entrepreneur for eight years now, we have a t shirt, a custom t shirt um, business, and I have always, I I love, I love, uh, structure and practices and like routine. And yet if I'm holding myself accountable to those, I have a lot harder time sticking to them because I'm like, it's me. Like I gotta, I gotta be all the things. Right. Um, and so I have definitely found myself, you know, saying one thing and then the self sabotage or the, I'm a classic procrastinator. Right. Um, so, and I have a lot of ideas, but then how do you flesh those out? How do you actually, like you said, you know, do those well and do them to get the results that that you're trying to achieve. Um, I love that we're talking today because the idea of coaching has been rolling around in my mind for a little while. <laughs> and I think I have it backwards though. <laughs> so oh. in my mind, I'm like, well, what if I offered the coaching for free? And then all my little like extras is what I charged for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, again, that helper that do it for free. Um, in my mind, I'm like, exactly what you're saying. Like, well, I if I know it, I can share it. It doesn't have to like cost anyone anything. But the skin in the game piece yes. is so true and so important because I know for me, Um, You used the word luxury just a minute ago in regards to taking care of ourselves and, um, and being able to do what we do. Uh, I literally just used that word this morning with my husband. I said, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful. We were actually talking about me being a part of Heather's seek for CEO and prioritizing and paying for something like that. I would have never done this before. Um, I guess this is my plea to those of you that um, have Feel like maybe we're talking to you this morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That coaching is probably a really great place for you to jump in and start your self uh, healing journey, if you will, and and unpacking a lot of these things because um, it is it is a blessing. It's a luxury. It's I, I even said privilege. Truly to um be an entrepreneur, be home, have the time to invest in myself in a way that I never ever have before. Yeah. Um and I just turned 40 this year. So there's there is something about that like leveling up, that kind of new season mm-hmm. where I'm like, man, I, time is of the essence. I keep hearing the Lord say like learn this stuff now. It'll be beneficial to your family and, you know, your just all your relationships. And um so just hearing hearing all the little things that you're saying, I'm like, okay, th- maybe this episode is for me today. <laughs> There's the Holy Spirit at work yeah, for absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yep. Well, you've overcome quite a lot, Carrie. And um, I love hearing your story because, you know, I, I I was a single mom for a while there as well. And there is something to be said for seeing yourself overcome. And and again, it's with God's strength and with God's help, right? So I don't want people to misconstrue that, but there is something about kind of picking yourself up from your, you know, by your bootstraps and doing what you got to do to keep a roof over your kid's head or food on the table and things like that. How do you feel like, and obviously, you know, your health diagnosis as well. How do you feel like overcoming those challenges helps you in your coaching and with your clients?
1: Well so yeah I feel like most of my clients are a previous version of myself. Mm. But I have such a heart for them and wanting more because again we can cut ourselves off. I think you know we we don't live out Ephesians 3:20, you know of of thinking and imagining big and knowing that he can do things in and through us. So sometimes it's honestly just really speaking life and truth and reminding my clients of amazing things that he has for us cuz you know as we've talked about like so many of us are like well I just need to get by but that's not that's not what he has. And so it's just reminding them of who they are, of the plan and the purpose and like let's do this together because on your own, you know, it's, it's really difficult. And we can come up with a million reasons why this can't work or shouldn't work or won't work. But um, that's why it's important to have such a beautiful community and a coach. And, you know, Heather, Heather has been my coach as well. And she's been so good at this,
0: but it's, it's difficult to do this by yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I always look at coaches as like, and and maybe this is just me, but almost like your cheerleader, right? Like your yes. own personal, like you can do it and God's got you. And like, let's talk through this. Um, so for those people who may have never had a coach, I know it's definitely something that's kind of ramped up in the last several years. It seems like everyone either has a coach or is a coach or both right these days. Yep. Um, and so what might a session Sound like or look like, or what might she expect if she if um, somebody has an entrepreneurial business and needs someone to kind of help them guide guide through um, the day to day and and the mindset pieces of that?
1: Yeah. So I love having. I mean, very. Everything I do is super high touch and super customized to a person of where you're at. What do you need? I mean, Mike, we know that there's a million things, especially when you're starting out. The enemy knows he wants to come in and he's like, I'm going to get her, get the business before it even starts growing. And so we Mm. have to protect that so fiercely, but also our mindset and, um, So whether it's a coaching session, a one-on-one session, or, you know, I, all my clients have Voxer access to me. So if they need a prayer, if they're just like, I am in a funk, can you pray for me? Or, Hey, I need strategy on what tool to use for X, Y, Z. You know, I just, I... The feeling of support and doing this together. Because man, I think most of us, um, Christian women, we get into coaching for the coaching aspect. We want to help. We have that helper mentality. And yet we also forget that, okay, that's ultimately what we want to do. But there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. The marketing, the copywriting, the graphic design, like there's just so much that we've never done before, so much out of our comfort zone. And if we can, you know, have someone who's been there, done that, has templates and scripts, and so you don't have to keep recreating the wheel, you're going to get there much faster, much happier, way less tears than what I went through. (laughs) But like, just feeling like i can do this the whole way through the support i feel like is so needed
0: yes i know for me early in my entrepreneurial journey i was very lonely i yes. it's, it can be very isolating and yeah. Um, there's this element of like, I'm doing something I love and I'm passionate about it and it's fun. And then on the flip side, it's like, and I'm all by myself all day, or I'm by myself with my kids all day, which can sometimes, you know, add that extra layer of you know, maybe stress or just, you know, another priority of things to do. And so I love um, I love the idea just of coaching from the support standpoint, from the the person who's maybe four steps ahead of you, who's willing yeah. to kind of like, you know, grab your hand and show you the way. Um, and to your point, it is every business is different. Every person is different. So, you know, probably no two coaching sessions look exactly alike. Oh, never. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. you also have the, you know, you said support. And I also just think like, you're not alone. You know, there's something that's always resonated with me about that phrase. Um, Just in general, in life, I think it's so important to know, you know, as a, as a person that, you know, what you're struggling with, what you're going through, what you're dealing with, like you aren't alone. There are other people um, traveling that same road, if you will. And to have a coach or to have that support system when you're, you know, an isolated, lonely entrepreneur can really be the thing that um, kind of re-sparks your passion, just helps you along and and gives you maybe that joy and that excitement about it again.
1: Amen. Yeah. Because there's, like I said, you're doing... 800 things a day that are sometimes out of your comfort zone and I think that we so easily take ourselves out of the game without the proper help support accountability and um, that's that's not what God has that's not what he wants for us so got to stay true to our mission and and that's really my passion is to help others put their gifts out into the world
0: yeah so uh, this is a bit more of a, like a philosophical or psychological question here, but what? Why is it so hard for us helpers to ask for help? I don't know if you're like me, but it's like crazy. It's, this is something I've been learning this year. Is like ask for help, and and I know this logically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yet I don't necessarily practice that all the time. What? What? What is that, Carrie? Do you know? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, as as a helper, I am right. There. There with you. It
1: it still is not instinctual or intuitive in me to go to my husband or I have a coach. I have several coaches to be honest, but like, I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. I think there's just something, you know, so fiercely independent that we're like, I can do this and stuff. But if that's, that's hard. And that's, again, still like, I feel like pushing that snowball up the hill. Whereas if I were just, you know, the Bible says ask, seek, pray, you know? So yes, I can ask for help. I can seek out wisdom. I can ask God, Holy Spirit, how, give me discernment. Give me wisdom. What do uh. I need to complete this? But it's, yeah, it's, it's building that muscle and that I'm still working on. I am not a hundred percent there, but that's, that's okay because it's a great journey. And, um, but I totally identify with that.
0: <laughs> well, it's something that as I'm learning it, I'm teaching my kids, which I'm, you know, you know how this, you know, this is like all overflows into them eventually, right? And um, and so like even with my 13 year old, you know, he's struggling in math this semester, and I'm like, well, have you asked the teacher to like show you like, hey, I don't understand, can you help me? He's like, no, 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 I'm not, and I'm like. That's what you have to do. And, you know, um, when we sometimes it's funny because God'll talk to us through our kids. I'm sure you know this as well. <laughs> and, you know, he's he's giving me the opportunity to say that to my son. And yet in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is for you too. Like you need to say, I don't understand, or ask for help, or, you know, I'm overwhelmed. Can I need I need someone to jump in and help me with this? And um I'm going to, I'm going to play Heather for a moment and say, well, that's rooted in pride, right? Yeah. She, that's probably what she would say. Yeah. Um, and, and even that in and of itself, you know, I always thought pride was this like big boastful, you know, like I'm better than everyone and realizing that even like within the Bible, there's this like false humility that, that is pride that says we can do it all on our own or um, I'm not going to ask for help. And so um i'm I'm sort of learning that the money mindset, this like false humility and and um and I think the other piece to all of that is, and we we kind of touched on it before we we started recording, but just listening to God right like where is where is God showing up in those moments where you need help in those moments where your mindset is not great um learning to go to him first, learning to hear his voice in those moments and, and, um, sort of quieting all the noise around you to be able to do that. Um, have you found that through your coaching as well, that a big piece of it is, um, being present in the moment with, with the Holy Spirit and letting him sort of coach us, right?
1: Honestly, yes, and that is a huge part of what I feel like is bringing the coaching in and this hearing and and knowing we we all hear yes. from God, from the Holy Spirit, maybe different ways, so it's just really bolstering the confidence in my ladies that oh my gosh, he can give us the best ideas. He's the business coach, you know, I'm just the facilitator to bring him into the sessions and help guide you and asking him things and hearing, but like ah. Oh, That's, that's absolutely needed in any kind of what I consider at this point a successful business. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I say it all the time and it sounds cliche, but I really don't know how people do life without Jesus. Like I'm on my worst days, I am a mess (laughs) and I don't know, honestly, like if you don't have God, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, like how do you get past that next level. And so I guess I would encourage those that are listening this morning, like don't just go hire a coach. There's a million coaches out there. You know, if you are a Christian, if you call yourself a believer, you you want a coach that's biblically aligned. And even the ones that say they're a Christian coach, you should vet as well um, because there are all sorts of Christians, as we know, yeah. out there in the <laughs> world as well. And so – I think um you know I I didn't really intend for this to be like go get a coach but it <laughs> it 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 kind of it's been life changing for me it really has and um and I think the other piece of this that we haven't touched on yet and maybe we should is the openness and willingness and readiness of the person who's stepping into a coaching relationship because um you can say you want to be healed, you can say you want help. um you can say you want to unpack and uproot you know childhood trauma or whatever the thing is that is kind of holding you back, but until you've sort of released that pride right that says "I don't need help, I can figure this out um going into a, a relationship like a coaching relationship with that openness and that readiness mm-hmm. to be vulnerable to 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 really do the work, if you will, to actually see the results. um, There's, that's a huge piece of it. And so, and I'm sure you would agree, you know, you, you can only go so far if you're being coached and you're, you're not really open to the solution or the, the advice. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, absolutely. And yeah, just, But then also be willing to, yeah, take risks and, you know, just take the next right step. I think so many of us are like, but what's the whole path? And I need to see the end. And what does that look like? And I'm just like, okay, we're just going to look to God. What's the next right step? That's all we're going to focus on right now. Okay, put everything else aside. You can brain dump it all and whatnot. But like, let's just take that one next right step with him. and. Yeah, get ourselves out
0: of that overwhelm. Yes. Well, this has been fun this morning, Carrie. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, I, my pleasure. Um, yeah, I want to give everyone an opportunity to connect with you. Um, so if they are looking for a Christian coach that helps, Christian coaches, right? Yep. Um, other Christian coaches, then, uh, I'd love for them to know about you, your program, where they can find you, um, and how they can connect with you. So My tell us.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So I spend most of my time in Facebook and in my group. It's called the Profitable Christian Coach for Women. And um, yeah, I have a program that I'm very proud of. It's evolved over time, but it is um six-month group or one-on-one um, with unlimited sessions. I also have a team. So I have um, a neurosurgeon who's one of my coaches. You get um, from a biblical standpoint. She is a Christian neuro surgeon. And so she does the brain success coaching. And then I have um, a pastor who is also very prophetic. So you're, you're getting direct access to God's vision for you, your business strategies, next steps, as well as very high level support from me. So yeah, if you, I would love to be your friend if if you're on Facebook and um, just continue the relationships
0: there. That's awesome. That sounds really cool. I love the pastor, the neuroscience, the coaching. All of it together is, yeah. I mean, talk about getting getting everything kind of in one place. You don't need three coaches. You got Carrie oh, yeah. and her team. So it's so great, so great. Well, thank you so much, Carrie, for sharing your story. I, again, I'm so just honored to have heard it and to have shared it this morning, and um am so glad that you've got the healing that. Um, that was so needed for your family and just for you. And um, I'm excited to see how this continues to grow and, and all the women that you can help through your coaching program. So thank you so much. Uh,
1: amen. All glory to him. So that's
0: right. Yep. I will make your name famous from now on so people will praise you forever and ever. Psalm 45, 17. If you like today's episode, and want more info, check out lifejesusstyle.com and hashtag lifejesusstyle on social media.